Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by ID Shield, the most comprehensive identity theft protection and reputation management solution available. ID Shield provides credit monitoring and alerts, digital privacy management, and guaranteed restoration services. I use it myself, and you can get it too. Visit getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. That's getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. Alyssa Obler is one of my favorite people that I have had the chance to meet through my time with Get Out and Try. And when I met her, she was on the cusp of making that big decision to leave her full-time gig to focus on her own business, which is Mudita Wellness. And so I've had the chance to watch her transition into her full-time business of Mudita Wellness. And then also I'm getting to see her put together this yoga festival that she is planning for 2022. So in this episode, we explore Mudita Wellness, her yoga festival, and we even talk a little bit about foot health. So check it out. So I celebrated a year here. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. A year during a global pandemic feels like a big milestone. And a year <laughs> where you were very well aware that you were in a global pandemic and you said, I'm going for this. I've been in this space for a year, very aware of the pandemic because no one could come in person. Yeah. I rolled with it pretty well because I was doing really well with Zoom. Zoom was a gift and my students really embraced it, which was nice. Yeah. You and I had talked about your style of yoga Mm -hmm. and how you fully embrace all styles of yoga and I think one of the questions I'd asked you is is it a competitive space because there's a lot of yoga studios there are a lot of yoga studios in Stillwater alone Mm -hmm. and last I checked there was even one down in Lakeland and you know so there are a lot of yoga studios in this area and of course Hudson's not far Mm -hmm. and there are several studios there I feel really privileged as you know because I I know most of those studio owners Mm -hmm. and I've taught with some of them I've attended their classes and we have a really great relationship I think overall the yoga community is a pretty friendly space yes Yes. (laughs) very open and accepting and supportive of each other which is great but the and as far as that you know I get that question a lot of of what makes you different how is your style different? What what makes you unique? And and do you find a hard time getting students, you know, with all of those other studios? And you know, the question is that I think there's a space for everybody. Yeah. Each studio has its own culture and its own style. In in my mind, it's not exclusionary that way. Right. You know, with the way I teach is very different than what the other stu- studios are teaching mm-hmm. or the other teachers how the other teachers practice. And so what I, I teach very gentle mm-hmm. yoga. I like to focus on gentle, restorative, yin yoga practices. My background is in the Hatha yoga and Iyengar tradition. So using a lot of props, really focusing on alignment. We don't do a lot of fast flow here at Mudita. We mm-hmm. keep it on the down low. Mm-hmm. And my students love that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my goal is really to make yoga accessible for everyone. 
And I love having students who are like, I'm not flexible. I can't do yoga. I don't understand that. You want me to put my what where? Like, yeah, I can't do this. And then they come in. I assure them, oh, you can do my yoga. Yeah. I'm sure you can do my yoga. And then they come in and they're like, oh, wow, it's already been an hour? Well, that was easy, but I can tell I did something. <laughs> right. That's good. That's perfect. And I love that. Those yeah. are the really rewarding things for me. And so it's it's fun. You know, I work a lot with people who are, you know, haven't had a movement practice in a while. They're looking to introduce movement again. They've had an injury. They've had a surgery. They're just looking to take better care of themselves. Mm-hmm. They kind of don't know where to start. Yeah. And I really like to be down those barriers, like, oh, I think I need to be more fit yep. to come to yoga. I need to be more flexible. I need to, what am I going to wear? Or whatever you want. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I had a student who wore jeans for the first several months. Yeah. You know, um, people who come in skorts, people who come in sweatpants. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, as long as you're comfortable and you can move. Right. Right. <laughs> You mentioned the yoga festival. Yes, we need oh to talk gosh. about that. Oh my gosh, did I tell you that I booked a space? No! <laughs> <gasps> we haven't talked in a while. Yes, so I am very excited to share oh that gosh. I have a location for my yoga festival. So the yoga festival will be coming September 2022. Okay. I still have to work through the permit process. Yes. That's... To Confirm and finalize. Okay. And then I'll be able to set a date. Do you want to share where? Confident. Yes. So it is jo- It is on a farm just north of Stillwater. Okay. It is an 80-acre farm with over 40 acres of prairie that is being restored. Nice. There are two ponds. There are several outbuildings. And so my vision remains intact for what this festival will be. I think it will be a Friday through Sunday festival and we will have a variety of different yoga teachers and workshops going on throughout those days. I still hope to bring in a couple of food trucks and um, some practitioners who would deliver service as well as um, yoga Mm -hmm. so you know maybe massage or something along those lines yep and i'm just super excited yes (laughs) to have booked a site now you're you're in it and it's it's moving yes and so now i have i have this site i have this location and i am able to keep my vision intact based on the setting which is amazing we will likely cap attendance the first year for purposes of the permit process mm-hmm. to make sure that we can get that approved to mm-hmm. be able to host there. And then I will begin the process of, you know, setting budget, looking for vendors. Yes. All of that good stuff, okay. looking for teachers. So I'm very excited. My goal at this point is to have a be able to announce a save the date this fall okay and then i can start pursuing sponsors Mm -hmm. what kind of sponsors would you like to get that is a wonderful question i would love to have a variety of sponsors i would love to have it be 
some larger businesses as well as businesses who are in the health and wellness mm-hmm. arena. Yep. So perhaps chiropractors, perhaps other yoga studios, mm-hmm. studios who may participate as partners in the event, but also corporate partners, mm-hmm. you know, larger local businesses mm-hmm. who may have an interest in that type of Well, it would be cool, too, if those corporate partners would send some of their employees as an employee perk, because think of all the benefit of that. Absolutely. That's huge. Absolutely. Is there going to be lodging available? There will not be lodging available on site. Okay. And so that is something that I hope to partner with local B&Bs, hotels, campgrounds mm-hmm. to offer maybe some discounts yeah. or even have some blocks of rooms available at a couple of the hotels in town, yep. for example, because I am hoping that it will draw people outside of the area, of course. Yeah. And I've had the pleasure of attending one yoga festival already this year in Iowa. Nice. And I'll be attending another one in Wisconsin in September. And... It's really, you know, I'm I'm hoping that this festival will draw people from those areas as well. Yeah. And so, of course, I'm gathering ideas, building connections, because the teachers, you know, it's a great way to meet teachers. Yeah. And others who are interested in teaching in that kind of a space. So Absolutely. with the yoga festival, then, you're saying it's not just for the people already into yoga. It's for, you know, if you've never done anything yoga-related show up absolutely absolutely that's cool there'll be a schedule and a lineup and i would definitely encourage anyone who's even curious Mm -hmm. to take a look at this festival i attended recently in iowa it it was fantastic to learn that a lot of the people there had had really done very little if any yoga before yeah and then there were people who've been doing it for a really long time. But mm-hmm. it, it was nice to see that variety because what a great space mm-hmm. to learn in. Yeah. I mean, there are so many other people, compassionate, caring people yeah. who just want to help you feel good in your body. Yeah. And what a, what a great space to experience your first, yeah. you know, learnings in. For some, it would be intimidating because there'll be a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If everybody, if there are a lot of people and there are all different expressions of yoga, yeah, then you kind of start to feel a little less exposed and self-conscious. Right. Yeah. So it's fun. I'm always one of those people where I'll find like the least crowded space and I'm like, I'm going to go here. And then when it gets too peely, (laughs) I'm like the back corner room person. (laughs) I know. Well, and truth be told, I mean, I've been practicing yoga for 25 years, right? Okay. I still consider myself a beginner. And when I went to the yoga festival recently, I sat in the front row, but on the very outside edge right. of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> like progress. <laughs> I'm not sitting in the middle. I am not. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, so yeah, I, I think it will be really fun and I think it will be, be a really nice addition yeah. to the festivals and activities in our community too. For sure. Something completely different. Yeah. So September of 2022. Mm-hmm. And then between now and then, what do you got going on? Crazy. Classes <laughs> and aroma yes. touch. So between now and then, I have added a couple of classes. So I'm now teaching Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at both 9 and 10.30. And then I continue to teach a mixed level on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I teach meditation on Wednesday evenings, and I recently added a candlelight class on Thursday evenings. And that's a pretty cool class. Lots of candles and very slow kind of free flow movements but also a lot of poses that are very restorative with longer holds Mm -hmm. so this week we massaged our feet we did a finger meditation it's funny because i've been doing the personal training for a while now and the first thing that they have me do is grab one of the lacrosse balls and roll on the wall with it and one of the trainers said stick it on the floor and roll your foot on that for like a good couple minutes because you hold so much tension in your feet and i think that we forget how much tension we hold in our feet so that's probably in line with that absolutely and it's so funny you mentioned that because i'm hosting fantastic feet which is a foot workshop and it's two hours and we're going to be talking about that we hold so much tension in our feet but that pain and lack of strength um, lack of mobility in the feet it causes joint pain throughout the whole body it can contribute to pain from plantar fasciitis or arthritis or bunions, weak ankles, all of that. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be working with, similar to racquetballs, pinky balls. Okay. They're the same size and shape, basically smooth balls. And we will do a little foot massage, a little reflexology. We're going to do some foot exercises, some ankle exercises. Yeah. And just talk about our feet. Mm-hmm. I find that more and more people have been asking about that. Yeah over the last couple of years and you know we spend a lot of time on our feet yeah and we don't do much for them in return and sometimes in, <laughs> sometimes in terrible shoes too i know right? often in terrible shoes i feel like i've tried oh to gosh. i think i've sworn off heels forever unless i gotta go to a wedding then maybe i'll throw on but I, i'm gonna look like a baby calf walking in that Isn't thing that's funny it, i just don't I know. do well i know it. well and it's funny because i've spent most of my career was in a professional setting, you know, working for corporations. Yeah. And I wore suits and I wore heels all the time. Mm-hmm. And I find now I'm like, oh my gosh, I put on heels now and I'm a little clunky because yeah. I don't wear them very often yeah. anymore. I don't think I was ever good at it. Like I so always, funny. even in like my 20s, you know, <laughs> when you've got the way higher heels yes. than you need to have yes. going out. And I was always kind of like a baby calf trying to figure out these new feet. Like, what is, she is not supposed to be wearing those. And it's so funny that you say that because I've been thinking the same thing. I'm like, when I made this transition, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even have to wear shoes anymore. Yeah. You've got (laughs) yoga. feet barefoot. I don't ever have to wear bad shoes again. Right. But then I put them on once in a while to go to a chamber events, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I had a pair on the other day. They were just wedges, Mm -hmm. but they were flip-flop wedges. Yep. 
it's amazing that I even made it to the event because right. I was just stumbling around. Right. And you're always <laughs> mad at yourself when you have to carry your shoes so home. Crazy. Like yes. you're always mad at yourself. <laughs> like, why did I do this? Yes. <laughs> I remember so we true. we got married in oh Vegas and when you go to Vegas you like the people that wear heels in Vegas, I have no idea how they do I it. I don't either. I have no idea. No. Or even like servers, if you see a server wearing heels. They gotta have some monster calves because I can't imagine. I don't know how they don't slip and fall on their face. Right, skill that I don't have. Right, clearly. me neither. <laughs> but when it comes to Vegas, oh, I think so we've been out there a few different times because we got married out there, and and yeah. then um, I would finally just bring tennis shoes. Yeah. And then a different pair of tennis shoes because even in tennis shoes you have to switch up whatever's Absolutely. on your foot. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, when I lived in Chicago. It was very much a thing there that you wore tennis shoes with your suit and carried your dress shoes in a bag okay. to work. Like that was stereotypical like 80s and 90s movies, but that's yeah. how it was in Chicago because people just, you knew. They walk and then it's they walk day. fast. You walk, you walk <laughs> fast, you walk a lot. Yeah. You know, you just, so that was very common. Mm -hmm. And I got used to doing that. That was not such a thing here when mm -hmm. I moved here. And so I wore my shoes a little more. But yes, it's so, I gave up a long time ago on like, oh, I'm going to wear my cute high heels to go do something like walk the strip in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I gave that up a long time ago. I'm like, I'm not that girl. I'm going to go buy a cute pair of tennis shoes. Yep, yep. <laughs> and be happy. Yep, and then maybe some inserts for day two. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's sad. It's sad. But it's so true, and that's exactly where that workshop came from because I had a student a few years ago who was asking me about foot care. She was having a lot of foot pain. And I have another student now who's struggling with the same thing, and I have a student who comes in every week. The first thing he does is sit down and he massages his feet while he waits for class to start. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just notice. And, you know, I have a lot of foot issues and have my whole life. And so I'm like, you know... We need to talk about our feet a little more. Yeah. I took a workshop from someone else a couple months ago, and I was kind of astounded mm -hmm. at the things she was saying, and it just made so much sense to me. Yeah. If they're not strong, think about the strength mm -hmm. alone. Yeah. You know, then your balance will be poor. Then your, of course, your feet will hurt more. Your bunions will hurt. You'll get arthritis. Yeah. Of course, other joints hurt because our feet are supporting everything. Yeah. Yeah. They're the root of it all. Well, and with yoga, being barefoot, you're activating a lot of muscles that yes, you're not used to using. Absolutely. And that's one of the interesting things is just, you know, they, we talk a lot about how when we're born, if you watch a baby or even my puppy, mm -hmm. you can see she can move all of her toes separately and individually. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, even my puppy, she's using her toes like her hands. And babies often do as well. Yeah. But then we start wearing shoes. Yep. You have on very sensible shoes today. I have on nice shoes for my toes, but not maybe for the rest of my feet. <laughs> but, you know, as we start to wear shoes, then you're crunching your toes together and you mm -hmm. lose that mobility. Yep. And I've actually been in a couple of classes lately where we worked on our feet and one was like, okay, now lift up all of your, leave your big toe down and lift up all of your other toes. And I was yeah. like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do no that. No way. You know, and then, and then lay them down one at a time. And I was like, my toes don't even come off the ground, let alone yeah, can I like lay trying them down to actively do this time. as you're telling like, me. It's super hard. Well, I had 
uh, it was probably 10 years ago now. Maybe, no, it was more, it was probably more like 15 years ago. I had hammer toe surgery on both oh, of my second toes. Oh, interesting. Which is, my my second toe looked really bad because wow. it was like crunched all over and everything. Sure. So I think they basically take out a knuckle and then I had pins down the middle of them, oh, which wow. might be gross, but no, sorry. No, fascinating. <laughs> no, no, it's good for me. But what I found <laughs> is I can no longer, like I can get away with flip-flops where there's some grip for me. But I can't wear, because the toe helps, that toe thing that yeah. goes between your toe, mm -hmm. that helps me. I could not wear a, a pair of Birkenstocks unless there's a sling around the heel anymore, because that thing will go flying off. Sure, you can't. Because I, I don't the have the same. same muscle strength that I might have had before surgery. And so I can't, I don't know how people keep their, their sandals on without flinging them off. Absolutely. And I have a neuromuscular disease that impacts my feet and my hands. Oh. And so my second toe, you'll notice it drops. Okay. Toe drop is very common. That probably doesn't have much muscle anymore. Mm -hmm. The nerve endings have likely died off. Yep. I probably won't be able to restore that no matter how many exercises I do because I have a neurological disease. Yeah, yeah. But it's that same concept, right? Yeah. So my muscle is gone. Mm -hmm. Who thinks about the fact that their toes have muscles? Right. Right. It's Maybe really not. Teachers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I mean, even I never thought of that, you know. And it, But yes, our toes have muscles and mm -hmm. we have to keep them strong and we have to exercise them like we exercise everything else. Yeah. But we don't because we don't think about it. So I'll continue to do those classes throughout the next year, of course. And then I'm working on building a fuller workshop schedule. Nice. Which is really exciting for me because there are so many things that I've been wanting to teach and, you know, bring to people like this foot workshop, but also workshops focused on arms, hips, some of the Ayurvedic practices, like mm -hmm. helping people discover their dosha mm -hmm. and, you know, how to support their specific body type. Yeah. I What's would your like dosha, to do, by the way? I am a vata. What is this? I don't know what dosha is. And I'm laughing as I say that because in Ayurveda, there are three different doshas and they're all tied to different elements. Everybody has a specific constitution that falls into one of those three categories. You have one that is dominant and then you have one that is often secondary. Mm -hmm. It's very rare to be equally in all three. Mm -hmm. And it's based on body type as well as personality and okay. emotion. Vata is space and air, pitta is fire and water, and kapha is water and earth. Okay. And so with each of the doshas, there are different tendencies toward health challenges or outcomes, dietary preferences, and even just emotional I, I, regulation is not quite the right word, but the way that you navigate things emotionally. Yeah. Which is really fascinating. So I'm hoping to do some workshops on that. That's I'd cool. also like to lead some forest bathing. Oh, nice. I love being in nature. I love being outside. I so love practicing out there. How would you describe forest bathing to someone that has never done yoga and might look at everything and say it's all woo-woo? So forest bathing, to me, I think of it as a meditative walk in the woods because it's really just about getting in touch with all of your senses out in nature. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, a lot of people do that already. Yeah. Like I said, when you're kayaking or hiking or boating or fishing. Yeah. But it's really, it's just focusing. You focus on your sound. You focus on the scent. You focus on the colors of the leaves, the different, you know, the different patterns, the color of the sky, you know, the clouds, whatever is around you. Right. But you're really just paying attention to nature and nature refuels us. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's a walk in the woods. <laughs> I mean, gosh, you know, and, and who doesn't like that? Well, you got to peel back your onion layers, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. So I'm really looking forward to doing some of those things. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you'll have to keep me posted. I and will. You're posting sure. them on Get Out and Try. So thank you very You're much for welcome. being a part of it. You're I welcome. That. I'm super happy to be part of it. It's going to be really exciting to see that yoga festival come together in 2022. It's a really exciting thing for Alyssa to be putting forward for our community. Now, if you are interested in being a vendor or a sponsor or getting involved in some way, shape or form, be sure to reach out to Alyssa because I'm sure she would love to hear your ideas as well as get your involvement early on so she knows how she can utilize your talents. That wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the Valley. Go, get out and try. <laughs>